Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who love to read. Readers who love to write. And anyone who loves words. words. This is, I think, the first time that we have recorded in your new house. <laughs> Which is exciting. And also, I'm like, I hope that <laughs> it the works sound okay. is okay. And <laughs> And it's weird. I have like doors that actually shut. <laughs> like the understanding that people should not be coming in here. Like a real recording studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. I mean, also like not terrified but, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So today, this is our last episode of 2021. Hey. And... <laughs> The last few years or the last two years since we started doing this podcast, um, each year we have taken the last episode of the year to just talk about the past year, kind of do a recap, what we've learned, what we struggled with, what worked, what we accomplished, and just kind of how the year went. And then we take the first episode of the next year and talk about kind of our hopes and goals and dreams and things for the next year. So that will be next week. And this week we are talking about 2021. Yeah. So Laura, how was 2021? <laughs> Did it live up to your expectations? It was funny because I listened to last year's episode actually just an hour ago. So as I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, (laughs) it, it is interesting, like thinking of 2021 from sitting in the point where I was the week before it was happening. Because for me, 2021 went completely different direction that I was anticipating. I thought maybe I'd go back to the goals that I had originally set. And so I had had very specific writing goals to edit the book I had drafted last year and to possibly even get it ready to quarry and then to maybe even start working on another draft. And none of those things happened except for starting to work on other drafts, but they were not connected to the one I was even talking about. But it's interesting how like, even though that didn't happen, (laughs) what I did Mm -hmm. was I actually for those first five months of the year, I was called in basically, I had been helping my dad with his lectures. But basically, I was called in to kind of finish up his junior high school last year of his career experience in a very connected, very everyday job type of way of of doing it. I did my own lectures. And even though I didn't create what I had hoped to create, I'm so proud of what I created. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What I did create. And I also talked about kind of getting in and and finding like the vulnerability and being brave. And yeah. I think that held true. I Some of the yeah. lectures that I did, especially towards the end, were some of the bravest. They were very personal. They talked about neurodivergence and myself specifically um, in ways that I've not talked about in a public setting. They had me talk about creativity in a very close and heartfelt way and really kind of talking about some of the messages that go in in your head when you're trying to create or when you're trying to put yourself out there and learn. And so that was something that I'm so proud of having created. And at the end of that, 
even though it wasn't a project I necessarily chose, it was kind of sure. thrust <laughs> upon me and there was no one else around. My parents live with us. So there was literally, it was like, you were here <laughs> and it's something that needs doing. And um, yeah. I thought know. it was so interesting though, like listening back to that episode, how your phrase for the year was do your work. And yes. And I just felt like you did that. Like, yeah, you might not have reached those really specific goals, but you did your work. You did the work that was yours, the next right step for you. And sure, it looked different, but you still accomplished so much by just saying yes to those things that came your way and to doing the work that was in front of you. I think you should be really proud of this last year. (laughs) I, I actually really am. As I was thinking of it, I also had other projects that I needed to do. And one of them is I'm sitting in a home in Minnesota (laughs) that we did not own at the beginning of last year. And basically partway through the year, we had the opportunity to change location, get additional space, um, move from Arizona to Minnesota as an experiment and see if it works. And this feels crazy. We did it in basically eight and a half weeks from having kind of the quote in hand for someone to buy our house to finding a house and picking up and moving and it still feels crazy like (laughs) but in some ways like one of the things that I had to work through this year was safety and um, not feeling safe there were a lot of internal things I had to address and kind of dig in with myself journal through with myself, be very honest, look myself in the mirror and look my past experience in the mirror and go in with those wounds and kind of like let them breathe, bringing them back up, which was another weird phrase that came out of that episode. Um, I wrote it down as I was listening. I'm like, letting wounds breathe. I just find it funny that it was mentioned there and it it was really, yeah, it really played out. Even just having that personal journaling practice was huge. As you said, I'm looking back and seeing maybe the things that I had intended to accomplish weren't done, but I think from a goal perspective, the intention of it was done. And I think a lot of the things that you did this year helped set you up for future goals and for reaching, you know, like for just being in a better place. Like I think even teaching the class, like helped you to face some things and to be brave and to learn to lean in and step out in new challenging scary ways and I think moving was like a set up for the future as well for you and like all of that I think I think you did a lot to move forward in the things that you want thank you (laughs) I'm feeling that too as I'm looking back on it how about you (laughs) you're 2021 do you want to jump into that I don't know I didn't like 2021 (laughs) I think it was hard. Like, it was hard. Uncomfortable. And it hard. was very uncomfortable year. Very uncomfortable. And I think in very different ways than 2020 was. Like, yes, I, it was interesting to me to listen back to that episode too and just see. Um, I think that the phrase that I had used at the beginning of the year was to lean in, and I think that that happened, but in very different ways than I had envisioned. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, my goal, like my goal, was really to write another book from start to coring in a year and I didn't do that either (laughs) um I wrote four books this year (laughs) it's probably something to be proud of but I I'm struggling to feel the victory of that they all felt for very different reasons very hard and none of them 
came out the way I wanted. <laughs> so they felt very frustrating. I mean, one of those was a ghost writing project. So that was kind of separate, but the other three, I, for various reasons, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with next. Like they're just, they're messy. They're not ready for beta readers. They're not ready for querying. They're really far from that. And I, I think I felt a lot this year, like that I should be farther along than I am. And I felt frustrated with myself and with my progress and all of that. But I think there was still a lot of leaning in, like there was leaning into knowing like what I want more from my writing and knowing like, like the first project I wrote at the beginning of the year, I started to send out to betas and then realized like, this isn't a book that I want to spend three more months revising. Um, And it's not a book that I want to be my debut (laughs) book. And it's not, you know, and just kind of realizing some of those things, like um, leaning into, okay, what is it that I really want? Not just oh, I want to be published and I'll publish anything, but like, what, what do I really want to publish? What do I want to work on? But even more than that, it was a year of leaning into just my own crap. <laughs> it was just um, emotionally rough. You know, I started counseling at the beginning of the year, started seeing a psychiatrist in January or July. I mean, and it was just a lot of like tearing up my own life and my own self, which is very uncomfortable and unpleasant. <laughs> But like, even though it's not the like sexy work, it's the good work. Yeah, it is. I think I'm trying to remember too that, you know, like sometimes you have to go backwards a little bit before you go forward. I think there's ebbs and flows to growth too. Like, I, I mean, even in a garden, like things bloom and then they go dormant. And and when they're dormant, yeah. it doesn't look like a lot's happening. And I felt like this was a little bit, like there was a lot going on this year. I did a lot of internal work and I mean, clearly I did some external work too, writing four books. And yeah. I read over 150 books, and, you know, yeah. like, but it didn't feel like I was making the progress I wanted to. And it didn't, it felt like a little bit of a dormant year because I didn't feel like they were improving, I guess. And I felt like before I felt like, well, as long as you keep writing, it's just going to keep getting better and better. And every book's you're going to learn something and every book's going to go more. And, mm-hmm. and I can look at these four books and be like, I do not think any of these are better than what I wrote last year. And I don't think that I learned enough to keep progressing this year, but I'm trying to remind myself that I might not be able to see that progress, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. And that even those dormant times can be important and helpful for long-term growth. (laughs) That's kind of my (laughs) choice. I think there's something really important there that, that sometimes it's not going to be this huge progressive thing that you can look back and be like, that was a leap forward. Sometimes it is like the small incremental, even figuring out what's not yours, figuring out what you're like, you know what, that's not the place that I'm interested in, or I can do this, I could write this, but that kind of leaves me cold or like this thing, I've tried it, it's not for me. It is that process of going through and kind of refining and and not the fun of like being able to be like, look, look what I did. Like, I think it was really like, it was a year of experimentation. Exactly that. Like it, there was a lot of trial this year and I felt like a lot of those trials failed, which left me feeling kind of like, "Ah." but you're right. It did help me realize like, okay, that doesn't work for me. And that doesn't work for right now, or that doesn't, isn't what I want or whatever. Every book I wrote this year, I tried writing a different way, like, you know, and, and not all of those processes worked. I think there is good that's come from that, but it is a little hard to see at the moment when I'm just like, yes, failed. <laughs> all of my experiments are failing. <laughs> well, and I think sometimes 
we have to remind ourselves to see the nuance. Like it's easy to make the snap judgment. It's easy to like yeah. overgeneralize rather than see oh, like yes. those outcomes that that continue to come I through. I am a pro at overgeneralizing yep. and catastrophizing. So no. <laughs> It's interesting how I think some of that comes down to a habit of mindset. I think this year was a lot of habits of mindset of my own, like having to bring them and call them into question, having to remind myself of the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, it almost like ad nauseum to the point that I felt sick of having to remind myself of the concept, but it's trying to get that shortcut in our brain to stop clicking in and being like, all of these failed. I didn't, you know, trying to then override that and say, oh, but I learned this. And oh, but I learned that. Again, it's not the the work that really makes you feel like I made this amazing thing and I'm so proud of it. But I, I do think that, you know, a lot of this work that we do as writers, as creatives, sometimes can be in that place of just, um, having an idea and being like, let's see what happens with it. And then not judging the outcome of it, but just letting it be whatever it is. Coming back around to even the lectures that I did, I literally had no feedback. I didn't hear from any single student until the very end. I had no idea if any of these things were landing. And I'm like working in this little weird Isolated <laughs> bubble, yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, well, I, I hope that meant something. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes just recognizing that just doing it, just having done it, maybe it works out the way we want it to, maybe it doesn't, maybe we learn something and can glean and take it with us. Like having that be enough. I've been really sitting with that awkwardly. I think like, you're exactly right though. Like so much of the work is just that persistence of showing up. And sometimes I think I thought if I'm persistent and showing up, then I'll always learn something. And something that this yes. year taught me is that I might not, like there might be projects that I don't learn from yeah. or that are just hard and I can't figure them out. And there's still value in that discipline of showing up. There's still value in creating every day and that it's hard. <laughs> it really is. But I think that's a good takeaway, even from a really hard and messy from the year perspective I think like even though we each can be like we can make it you know the way we talk about it we can make it what it is we basically create a reality of what the year was by how we even frame it for ourselves and I think reminding ourselves that framing it by seeing what went into those positives what yeah. yeah even what habits Habit setting is one of those, again, just, it's not sexy. It's not one of those things that you look at and you're like, I set great habits this year. (laughs) It's just not, but it's important. It's one of those things that pays dividends long past the time in which you put them into play. I think being able to be like, okay, this was an internal habit setting, like learning type of year. And that's good prep work again for future. It sets you up to be able to do the things that you want to do later when you have those habits and you have practiced that mindset when it's hard. It'll make it easier, I think, down the line. Because this writing's not always going to be easy. It's going to be hard sometimes. Even once you do make it or like have, you know, a book out in the world, there's going to be some projects that are just 
difficult or that don't work or some ideas that just don't pan out. So I, I'm trying to remind myself exactly that framing, like that this was still good, good work and that, that those habit setting, those choices, those practices of changing my mindset will set me up for better, better things in the future, you know? Absolutely. It is that mindfulness work that is never ending essentially that where you remind yourself like on that basis, however you want to, that it is moving forward and maybe the path goes up and down, and but it is forward, whatever that means. <laughs> yes. So wherever you find yourself on this twisty, turny journey, <laughs> Whether you feel like you're moving backwards or forwards or sideways or in a totally off path all of a sudden, <laughs> I hope that you find some encouragement in um, our own experience and, and just in your own year. As you look back on this year, we hope that you can frame it in a way that you can see the growth, see the things that you're learning, see the things that are established now for later and the ways that you're setting yourself up. Because even if it's been a horrible year, there are always <laughs> things we can find, right? And ways that we can reframe our stories. So we hope you take some time this week to just do some self-reflection on your past year, on um, what your writing journey looked like this year, what your reading journey looked like this year, how those things lined up with your expectations or didn't line up with your expectations and what you can do to reframe those. Um, maybe pull out a journal and do some journaling or find some magazines and cut them up and make a collage or whatever yeah, it is yeah. that you're going to do to kind of just take some, some time in this week between Christmas and New Year's and this downtime to just reflect and imagine what could be um, and moving forward in the future. So we will talk next year about, I mean, next, yeah, it will be next year. <laughs> we will talk next week and next year about next year. <laughs> we hope that you join us then. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, we hope you subscribe and follow along with us. We have all kinds of great plans for next year, which you'll hear about later. Yay! And <laughs> yeah, we're just grateful that you're here. So thanks for joining us. Hit subscribe, follow along, find us on IG, connect with us. And we look forward to spending another year writing and reading with you. Bye.